what brought you to press play is the intuitive knowing that you represent the new leader. The universe has directed you toward the entrepreneurial journey, not just to create a business and life you love, but something much more. There's depth to what you're seeking. Moving from an employee mindset to a business mindset, I have a hunch you've actually already moved through that issue. You're not operating from a place of lack right now. Now there's a magnetic force asking you to see something greater. You're a spiritual entrepreneur that needs to play a bigger game than just selling a product and making money. You're here because you are ready to build holistic wealth. Financial wealth is the easy part, but you are here to unlock relational wealth, a community to support you on your journey, physical wealth, vitality to play this magical game of life as long as you can, spiritual wealth, growth and an upward spiral of personal evolution, and service wealth, getting the greatest and most sustainable results for those you serve. Together, we're going to reimagine leadership, diversifying its image, and show generations to come that the golden age of abundant leadership has begun. I'm your leadership and life coach, Michelle Micah, and the host of the New Leader Podcast. Hello, hello, and happy Wednesday, happy hump day, <laughs> whatever you'd like to call it. I'm just happy to be with all of you. One of my old taglines was, it's so good to see you and it's good to be seen. Um, and honestly, that's how I feel right now. Um, I have to admit, I was like struggling to get on a little bit, but I got over myself <laughs> and I joined on. Sometimes you just have to like alter your biochemistry and remember that you're in control when you're moving towards something that you feel a little resistance to. Um, and I'm gonna bring Ray on because I'm gonna wanna ask for her insight on this. But for anybody that struggles with, you know, being afraid to get on an IG Live or ask for a promotion or do something that you don't really want to do at the end of the day it all comes down to a convicted decision and choice about how you want to show up why you want to show up and at the end of the day that ultimately gets you through any challenge out there does require a little grit does require a little mindset work but it becomes so much simpler if you just run into the fire Okay, so that's my little tidbit for the moment, um, but I am really excited to have this next guest on. If you are new to the New Leader series, I want to welcome you on because this is really about understanding the power of, of course, leadership, community, healing aspects around that so you can really fully embody the person that you want to be. And something that's really important to me is to have everybody understand that no matter what you look like, what your socioeconomic background is, what you've been through in life, I know for a fucking fact that you have something to say and it's time to really fully embody that intrinsic power and do something with it. I don't care at what level, if that's impacting, um, if you as, you as a parent, you impacting a child in a really positive way, or if you wanna have a massive movement, I don't give a fuck, you need to move, you need to take ownership of all of that and really, haha, find your voice, which is a big thing that Ray Fung, who's gonna be coming on right now, 
we'll be talking about soon. And something that is a really big through line to both of our work is taking ownership of those unique qualities voice, whether that's with your leadership, your career, or your business. So I'm so excited to invite her on. <laughs> Welcome, Ray. How are you? Hi. Oh, as, as you're speaking, <laughs> I was just like, yes. yes, I love that. Something that I, I just initially talked about too is like really if you are having resistance towards something that you don't really want to do, and in your case, you are such a powerful expert when it comes to getting on a stage and really owning who you are in your voice. I want to actually open it up with this question. What do you do to get past any fears or these feelings of like, oh, I'm going to pump the brakes. I don't want to do it. Feeling the fear and doing it anyways. What are your thoughts on that? <clears throat> I think the first step is to understand like where the fear yeah. comes from, like what's the real fear. That's the question I ask myself and a lot of my coaches sometimes, like what is the real fear? Because they're like, you know, I'm scared of public speaking, I'm scared of this, but actually there's always an yeah. inherent fear deep down that needs to be explored, you know? And I think that um, overcoming that fear starts with building relationship with that fear, understanding that fear, reserving judgment, and being curious about that fear. And after working with so many clients, I actually realized that, I mean, fear of public speaking at least, it boils down to really three main fears. Number one is fear of failing again, because they could have failed in something before, something similar before, they think they can't do it. Number two, fear of judgment. But also that. And number three, um, previously having been, uh, what's that word, like yeah. control or like by authority or like told what to do by your boss or their parents and being afraid of um, or not trusting yeah. your voice enough to, to speak up. So it's usually three reasons. And I've done like countless of like surveys on this and it, it seems like that is the three reasons yeah. that usually resonate with people. So yeah. I think it's ending that fear first and going like, okay, why do I fear judgment? What exactly am I afraid of? And you know, there are deeper questions you can dive into, which I, I go through in my yeah. Own Your Voice bootcamp for each fear. But it, it first starts with understanding that fear and, and breaking that down first before going forward. I love what you said about running into the fire though. I think that's that's a, a that that is actually what I do sometimes when I um when I was hosting events since young, there'll be an event that I was afraid of. And I yes. told myself, you know what, I'm just gonna say yes to it. I'll figure it I out. I don't know. I'll I'm like figure so curious it out later. to find like maybe a study or statistics around this specifically because I know for me as a kid when I was in school, I would always want to go first to speak or I would like raise my hand and like volunteer always, but it wasn't because I was courageous, brave, and confident. In fact, it was the complete antithesis of that. I always I could feel it in my body I felt so much anxiety I was like oh like I know I need to do this and there's no escaping it it's like this feeling of like being pushed up against the wall it almost like oddly enough gave me this like fire and energy to just do it anyways and I know that's not everyone's forte and maybe not everybody's gonna grasp onto that I want everybody to understand too that it can be a gradual pace of learning how to build your confidence but I think you and I might have this very similar that the fastest way to really understand like how to show up with full authenticity and power is to just do it 
it's just, just do it anyways. But I want to switch gears just a little bit. Um, that was a really powerful just initial conversation. But I think something that's really important to understand is people's journeys first. So would you speak a little bit to your origin story, what you were like as a kiddo, and how you ended up being this confident, empowered human being you are today? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, so I'm going to yeah. just share a little bit about me. I think more specifically uh, about my leadership journey and then using my voice as well. You know, like right now, if you just scroll past my Instagram, you just see plenty of videos of me, like just speaking on camera. And then you scroll down a little bit more, you see videos. I'm going to do a singing. deep dive soon here. I got to like <laughs> oh, get <good>. in there. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you're a singer too. Yes. That, that was definitely yeah. not how I was when I was younger. I was pretty much invisible and, and I wanted to be invisible because um, I I just didn't want to speak up. I didn't feel like my voice had any value. And that was one example, right? Um, I was at choir practice and, you know, during... I wanted to go into choir so that I would actually use my voice more. Um, and during lunchtime, I wait for everybody to go out for lunch and I'll just trail behind. Like if nobody talked to me, like you never yeah. hear my voice the wow. entire day. You know, I, I just didn't feel like I would be an interesting yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that and that theme has just been throughout my entire youth. Like I didn't want to really contribute during conversations because I feel like what if I say something stupid and you know, I didn't do very like very well in school so what if i just sound yeah. stupid what if people find out that actually i'm not that smart and and that was always on my mind whenever yeah. i wanted to say something i'll question myself it's like i'm sure you know you guys in the audience have felt this like you have an opinion about something but before you want to say it you're like okay wait but what if people disagree what do i do you know what if what I say doesn't make sense and yeah. you know, people just like tear me down. And that's all in my mind throughout my, my childhood. Um, and I kept comparing myself with others. Like they're smarter, they're prettier and all of that. And I think that one of the turning points was when one of my mentors, my earlier mentors actually asked me, we instead of looking at someone else's treasure box, why not mm. find the key to yours? Powerful. Wait, I have treasure? <laughs> like, what do you mean? But how can I have gifts? Like, I'm literally uglier, less talented, and less smart. Like, I don't see how I have gifts. I felt completely defective. But because of what she said, I thought, okay, well, if she saw something in me first, maybe there must be something. And I took that first step in overcoming that fear of speaking by um, finding a little safe space to use my voice. So I was volunteering in a community center and they needed to find someone to host their events. You know, events like family carnivals, yeah. award ceremonies, that chance. Because when I'm on stage, it feels a little bit like you're putting on a character. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. So I thought, okay, let me just try this. It could be good for my portfolio. And so I did. And slowly, slowly, I built safety within my voice. And I think one thing to over to slowly overcome that fear of speaking and using your voice is to 
find small safe spaces where you feel comfortable yeah. in to use your voice first before you do bigger and bigger. And so that's what I did. Uh, and I've been hosting for, you know, seven to eight years. Can you give couple examples yeah, of like, because I can just feel lot- into that a little bit because I definitely was a shy individual before too. I remember like not speaking at all, just like this person that was just like to be the observer. And there's a lot of things, just anybody that actually like can raise their hand and understand that story. There's conditioning that comes into play the way that you perceive yourself, obviously, the way that you see really people that are close to you, how they're um, in relation to other human beings. So maybe a parent is really quiet or cousins just don't really lift you up or empower you. You didn't have those narratives to fully support you, right? So I really hear you in terms of making things a little bit more distilled down and say, okay, practice in these small spaces. But can you give a couple examples? So it sounds like in singing class was like a big one. Fast forward to now, how can people find like practical ways to really practice their voice? Oh man, I mean, um, practical ways. I think firstly, I think that's so important because when you're in a workplace, it is a scary environment to practice because in your mind, like there are consequences. Like what if I say something and, you know, some leader, some boss thinks that, you know, I'm such a bad investment yeah. or I'm, I'm a bad hire or whatever. I think, yeah, it's important to find those safe spaces to use your voice. Um, I would say number one, the easiest way is yeah. yourself. <laughs> I love conversation because I, I don't, I mean, I, I reached a point where I don't, I think it's firstly to, to grow yeah. with yourself, to not judge yourself. So one thing that helps me put my thoughts into words yeah, so is huge. writing. Yeah. Writing, so um, writing and letting your creative writing take over. Like what I love to do is, number one, stand by the sit by the ocean and just stand to the ocean and write, or like yeah, by the pool, in nature. So that's one thing that I think is a practical way. Like allow your words to flow out of you. Yeah, I when no one is watching. Kind of echo that a little that- bit because a couple things that are coming through, and of course, like if you need to finish your thought, please do. But I love what you're saying because I think that there's so many different ways that language is available to us. Speaking is just one option. But if you're afraid to actually speak, let's say in this, you know, pinnacle of being on a stage, right? you can express in other ways. There's so many other levels of expression. Your body language, I would say, is almost 80% of you being able to communicate with other individuals. Like if some, or the inflection in your voice, right? Practicing that. So maybe you just wanna sing at home. That's a way that you can start really, like almost honing in on that muscle of speaking better. Dancing, a form of expression, right? And like you were saying, writing. If you can culminate almost adjacent to actually speaking on a stage that will actually truly fortify your ability to show up in a better way. In addition to that, this is something that we teach in a lot of our leadership courses as well and in my coaching, is if you're going down to the damn fucking root of what the problem is, if you're somebody that can actually create deep values of what you believe in, and they feel like law, they feel unwavering, like you believe in feminism, you believe in empowering people of color, you believe in whatever that big purpose is, when you do end up showing up on a stage speaking your truth, it will feel so effortless. So as much as we can give you like these tangible things which Mm -hmm. are really powerful or 
you know, give you specific steps. I think that it's really important to know having a deep value system is going to be super foundational to all of this. But yeah, I don't know if you want to add on to that as well, because I'm sure you have deep values too. Yeah, 100%, right? Like, I love what you said about like going deep into you, into your soul and having that message that you're so convicted to share that like nothing's going to stop you, which I feel like yes. everybody yeah. has that, right? <laughs> And, and you, I'm so glad that you teach this because, like, number one, the first step is mm -hmm. in understanding your fear, right? Okay, so in methodology, there are four pillars. The first one being rewire beliefs. So understanding what's exactly yeah. stopping you from using your voice. And once that's done, the next one is awaken your authentic self. So that's what we are, you were talking about, like, knowing who you are, what you stand for, what your unique story is, yeah. like, who is Ray, you know, who is Michelle? Because... When you know yourself, that's when it's so much easier to have a unique opinion and to feel safe in what you want to say. When you realize, oh my goodness, like I'm the one that should be sharing this. Nobody else can share this message because of my unique ethnicity, culture, personality, and every single part mm -hmm. of me, every single fiber of me is meant for this message. Then that passion and that conviction is going to be Ugh. bigger than the fear that you have. That, that is going to just like, yes. you know, pull through. Yeah. And you'll know that even if somebody disagrees, yeah, they have that to is back. huge. And I think trust is feeling like it's a big component of all of this. And I want people to understand, like, when we're saying, yes, create your values or your principles, I truly, I'm sure people out there will give exercises like, write down your top five values. And it's like, love, loyalty whatever those things are i want i think everybody is really prepared to go a level deeper like what does it actually mean to come from a compassionate place if that's something that you that you value right what does it look like what does it feel like how do you practice that how do you integrate that on your day-to-day -day life like really go deep to the point that every time you even say the word compassion you feel it viscerally that's how deeply the work needs to be and i'm honestly sick of like all of these quick hacks, tips, and tricks. I want to be really upfront about the deep work that is required of you. Because if you see yourself as somebody that's owning your voice and has fucking something to say, or you want to step into leadership, that is truly the prerequisite. And that can be scary. But on the other side of that is so much gold and empowerment and safety and security, like you were mentioning. So something that I want you to speak to now is I'm sure you had to do some kind of healing around this, right? So can you share like what you did to really find your unique authentic voice? Were there certain modalities, books? Did you see a coach? Yeah. Like, what did you do? Yeah, but you know, I want to say something about how you talked about inner work and that about owning your voice. Like that's also so much about leadership as well. Like a leader is someone that chooses to take responsibility over their own voice. Mm -hmm. before you use it in this world yeah. and if you know you asked me about the healing that I had to go through yeah. to be where i am today uh did not choose to heal like i didn't go one i didn't wake up one day and go like <laughs> i am gonna do the inner yeah. work you know and it's like i grew up in an environment where if yeah. you're upset you numb it you know like it with like tv or like whatever, like watching YouTube, you know, music, going out with friends, 
those were the ways that I numb the 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 emptiness that I felt inside. I had like the self worth issues and all of that. But the universe is very smart and gives you hints. And the universe gave me so many opportunities to step up to be a leader, where I had to figure out how to use my voice. And it puts me in, it put me in situations where I needed to do the inner work. And I feel like the universe is doing that for you too. Every single one of you, like throughout you know uh, throughout um school and university, I kept being offered leadership positions in clubs and societies, and I said yes to them, and that was how I sort of like figured out okay, mm-hmm. how do I lead? You know, and when I entered university and I started you know doing more freelance gigs and emceeing and hosting, I also. Um, started networking more outside, and that was when I met my first mentor. My first mentor was the one that even showed me、yeah. what self reflection was. Like that was the first time I got a journal to write down what does success mean to me. Like what do I really want out of my life,、wow. which I've never done before. I've always thought I job I need to do well in school. If I don't do well in school, if I don't get a good job, if I don't get good grades,、yeah. like I'm gonna be doomed. But he. One that opened my eyes to the fact that I can actually design、mm-hmm. my life, right? And him, people that he linked me up with, where I saw someone who was my age, who is also studying but is teaching tuition at the side, or someone who's my age or a few years older than me, who's also studying but is like running a fitness, his own fitness freelance academy, and now is doing it full time. So I'm like, wow, you can, you can actually、yeah. make. Outside a job, yeah. Like it's like you know. And when I number one expose myself to other people beyond my social circle, yeah. Right, spread the stuff, <laughs> right. And two, um, talk to people who inspired me and who showed me a new perspective. These two things gave me all the hints on what I needed to do because I really. Truly believe that God, the universe, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in up there, they have your back, and they're giving you hints. They're giving you the opportunity and the people that will bring you to the next level. And what you need to do is to stay still, yeah, and observe the hints. But stay still and observe the hints if you're filling your day with hustle, work, and Netflix. Which was yeah, me in the past, people. I, I am the same as you. But yeah, we gotta get over that for sure.、And、I、yeah. think that you are. You're giving us. You're giving us. Yeah, go. Yeah. I was saying that. Yeah. Oh gosh, the lag. No, I'm. I was saying it's it's okay to do meaningless things like have fun and be like crazy, but every day in the week. In fact, every day. And once in a week, it's important to like set aside time、totally. to just、I、be still、so、and be、much. with yourself. I love that you're giving people permission too, because those things are okay. You don't have to add that to the list of the reasons why you judge yourself. It can be this act of you crave it because you've been working really hard. You feel really fully aligned with the progress that you've made. You've been making, and then all of a sudden, you get a kind of dabble in those things because it's an act of decompression versus escapism, which I think is super important. And something that I really want people to Lean in and hear. You are actually giving us the clear codes, the formula to stepping into your power. Because, like you were saying, community and getting out of your echo chamber 
echo chamber is crucial because we really get into this need to be around like-minded people but that can only serve us to a certain degree until we're ready to go to the next step and then you have to break out of that and start expanding your consciousness your connections your knowledge with other individuals that can help you up level that honestly to me is the fastest track and i am done with the narrative of people thinking they need to be slow solopreneurs or do it themselves and like effort through it if you want it to be fucking fun and you want to like speed the process up connect with other individuals on that journey that are a little further ahead additionally so that's totally you that gave me that whole little spiel just like talking about community number two is like we we're saying find values and then something that your mentor really taught you which was honestly a mic drop moment is to understand one of the most powerful things that a leader can do that somebody that wants their, to own their voice can do is to really understand the power of self-examination the most powerful people in the world all have that ability, whether that's five minutes of reflection or if you really wanna go deep and journal, like go you know, on board with a coach or go really like immerse yourself in that work. I don't care the level of it, even if it's for that five minutes, it will move you forward. So thank you so much for speaking so much into that. Yeah. One last thing you said about the self-reflection, self-examination. Like literally, if you're listening, to me, just know that if there's only one thing that you do, be it, yes. let it be self-examination because like the foundation to everything. It's the foundation to living the life that you want, you know. And one of my like uh, one of my coaches, she's you know already like close to fifty at this point, and um, she has been she's in a great job. She's earning good money, she's able to travel, to go diving, to, you know, go skiing, go to like different countries all around the world. And she's living a pretty good life. Like it's the life she has been wanting, right? And she came to me and she's like, Ray, like, I feel like I'm living in quiet discontent. Like I don't really know what I want. I should be enjoying this life, but what's more, you know? And, and that's when she realized, hey, you know, that, that, that staying still and reflecting on what I really want is so important because she has never really done that soup, you know, a lot. And I don't want, like people who are hearing, like, I don't want you to reach a point in your life where you go like, oh my goodness, I should have thought about this earlier, right? Because you're hearing this now. And that is it's why- That breadcrumb, yeah, that we're talking about. Your, yeah, your invitation to have a conversation with yourself and ask yourself, What's the life that I truly desire and how can I design my life? How can I use my voice in the way that I want, in the way that I'm confident and convicted to? And I think that being a leader and owning your voice is really about knowing that you have ownership over your mm -hmm. voice. Like you can, you can yeah. own your voice. Like you have ownership yeah. over how you use your voice you live your life and i think that that belief is like the yeah, foundation to everything 
So I want to shift gears just a little bit because I think we are pulling up the thread of something really important. And I know we had a lot of topics. We might have to do a part two because there was a whole other thing that we talked about before that I feel like we need to speak to. But I really do love the way that this conversation is going because it feels very intuitive. Um, and it just is like channeling through really clearly. But again, I want to kind of circle back to the power of community because especially after COVID, I feel like just maybe there's something in the collective that's making us all just really crave deeper connection. I would love, love to hear how community, friendship, mentorship, all of these various like social components have really helped you with catapulting your career forward, or at least having you feel really deeply supported on the path. Mm. Oh gosh, the power of community. <laughs> so so huge like because yeah. right now i'm running my business alone like i have a i'm assistant right but still yeah. i'm the one that's driving my business alone and sometimes like you might have friends and family that really love you but they don't fully understand like what you're going through right and even your partner might not fully understand uh you know if they're not in the same industry as well um so what's so powerful is finding people that understand what you're going through to a certain extent but even if they don't are willing to hold space for you self-judgment and just be there for you and the idea or like they don't have to text you every day but you know it's like the knowing that someone has your back can be such a powerful driving factor yes. to overcoming those fears and start of the year from like january to April or so for four months, I was having this one thing that was really draining me, right? I mean, basically, I was working on a project that didn't really fill me. And I was thinking if I should stop it, I should leave it. Um, yeah. You know, should I leave the partners and all that? And I was in huge indecision. And what truly saved me were the mentors that I've had and the friends that were willing yes. to just be there and hear me out. You know, and not, not feel the need to tell me advice or whatever, but believing that I know how to decide for myself and just being there. And I see how community plays such a huge role, even in my coaching um, circle as well. Like one of my coaches who um, just came into my program like a couple of weeks ago, sent me a message and she was like telling me, Ray, I know this is going to sound dramatic, but after being in the Own Your Voice circle, I start mm. to feel like I can conquer the world. And I want to that I've been avoiding all this while and I had and now he told me how he really respects my thought process and he likes that you know he shared with he shared I, I shared with him about this and how he shows that I have concern over my team blah 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 and I was just like yes you know, this is the power of community it's like having your cheer squad totally. that goes like you can do it girl and all like this all right yeah. and you just feel like you can do it based on it your really heart. works and it truly i feel like works, that's guys. the magic sauce and i i just have this vision of one i think that we did the right thing in terms of really stepping up as leaders and it just being in the coaching industry because i think it's going to be almost a standard for people to have a therapist have a coach have some kind of mentor whether it's paid or not i think everybody is going to start having a team behind them and that's the paradigm that i really want to onboard too so i really hope that becomes the default for everybody because then our whole society 
will feel that sense of healing, will feel that level of abundance, will feel those deep values because of that. So if there's anything that you guys get from this, one, this is a free fucking training. So hopefully you're getting like a little snippet of that right now and how powerful that can be. But like Ray was saying, like having one, a level of support and also breaking through this specific cycle, which I think everyone can like relate to is like you know that that thing where you're like I know I'm supposed to be going to the gym I should be doing this toward my business I know I need to like take x y and z step but you never fucking do it days go by months go by and you're like oh I know exactly what to do but I still haven't done it yet that's when power of community and accountability really comes in because one those people that are surrounding you can give you a positive feedback loop to encourage you and also see blind spots that you can't see. I am done with people trying to ruminate over and over again, uh, over and over again, analyzing the next step they need to take when sometimes, yes, you know what to do, but that power of support will really take you over the finish line. So I hope people like add that to their values <laughs> list. Okay, so I'm gonna ask just a couple more questions. Um, I really want to have leadership be that last focal point that we talk about. So what is your unique definition of leadership? Let's start there. I would say that a leader is someone that chooses to do the hard things in order to yes. be of better service. It's that simple. It's that freaking simple. And how has stepping into the leadership actually served you in your life and your career? Has it, yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, to be completely honest, yeah, I never exactly. thought, hey, I want to <laughs> be a leader. <laughs> yeah. So I need to just say that first. I never, I was like, I and the greatest leaders it. don't think that. It, they it, just like all of a sudden are called to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. And I, I I like to think about analogy like this, right? Like, do you know the honeybee? Like, when they wake up every day, what's your first thought? Like, what's your yeah. like your mission, your um, goal? Yeah, to move, to work, to... Yeah. Yeah, to get nectar, right? Like, to yes. get nectar, like the honey or the nectar. They were like, I need to get nectar <laughs> because it's my job and I need to eat. So you go and get the And that's, that's basically what they do every day. But throughout the process, what happens? Yeah. Yeah. Pollination. Yeah. But they didn't wake up one day going, I'm going to be the best pollinator in the world. You know, they're like, hey, I want to get my honey. I want to get my nectar. So they wake up, they get their nectar. But through the process, their true purpose emerged. Mm. That is to pollinate. And I, I feel that analogy, like, essentially wraps up my life, my, my story as a leader. My journey... My, my goal was every day when I woke up, it's like, how can I do what I love that fulfills me and energizes me? And when I follow that energy, when I follow that fulfillment, when I yeah. do what I truly enjoy, things that I'm good at and things that yeah. make me feel yeah. energized and fulfilled, I realized that I fulfilled my purpose in that process. People came to me and were like, Ray, thanks so much for sharing your story because because of what you share, I feel like I can show my skin. You know, I, I shared my eczema story and how I showed up despite having eczema. Like, really, thanks so much for sharing that you blanked out on stage before. I didn't know that you did. 
you're an MC, I can't believe you did that. And thanks for saying that. Now I want to try again because I did blank out. And now seeing that you did blank out and you're who you are today, I want to give myself a second chance. But I didn't think, hey, yeah. I'm going to inspire someone today. I just went, I want to share the story because people need to know. And I feel like then being a leader is choosing to listen to that inner voice within yourself. Love that. And act on it. Not just listen and go like, okay, bye. But it's like choosing to listen to that voice and act on it. Because there's a risk. There's a risk involved. Yeah. You can act on it and no one listens. You can act on it it doesn't make an impact. But you are willing to act on it simply because you know that the more you act on the inner voice, something will happen and someone is going to is going to benefit. And that itself, I feel, is the definition of a courageous leader, like a new leader, a courageous leader, choosing yeah. to listen to the inner voice and acting on it. And start doing that. That's huge. Come back to me. Come back to me. I literally want to clap have right now. You're like, definitely going to But this is what I'm hearing too is like, I love, we've talked about some big topics, right? Like in terms of the universe, having a bird's eye view on it, all of these valuable comp components. But I love that you really brought it down to a level of simplicity because that's something that people can do right now is having that intuitive hit and acting on it. And what's really important here, and I think that you can agree to this, is making sure that you actually don't tie your worth and your value to whatever that outcome is. And I have a post-it note that's literally on my mirror right now, and it says my identity is to tie to the sincere pursuit and not the outcome. Yes, so if you're sincerely pursuing no matter what, what we're essentially telling you is that impact that you're wanting to have is going to be inevitable just by you following those tiny little nudges and steps. So you actually don't even have to worry about it. You just have to worry about having fun and doing that damn thing and getting out there. All right, Ray, are there any final thoughts that you have as we wrap this thing up? <laughs> you already oh, dropped a lot. You're like, golden nugget, golden nugget everywhere. Yeah. Can you, like, I really want to cry, Me like, too. because I love this conversation. Oh my God. So, if I were to leave someone with one thing, it would be trust your inner voice. It knows what's you, what you need. Like there are so many moments in my life where I, my logical brain is like, she's better than you, he's better than you. Why are you doing this? You know, you shouldn't speak up. But my inner voice is like telling me, wait, you can say this, say it, do that. And I think choosing to listen to the inner voice, choosing to own my voice, choosing to listen to the inner voice and act on it, in that moment was so scary. But looking back, was the thing that made me who I am today, was the thing that made me the person that's able to speak in front of thousands of people, literally through an audience full of like CEOs or ministers or people from all over the world. Um, that was what I needed to listen to the inner voice and to believe that my inner voice knows what's best for me. And I want to say, you know, to give you the invitation to listen to the inner voice. You don't need to listen to advice forever, you know. I mean, perspective is great, but the inner knowing is all powerful. And that is what I would 
end things with and i really hope exactly people take away thank you so much honestly this is one of my favorite conversations it truly gave me chills and i hope people just got even one tiny thing is going to completely move your entire life the trajectory of your career forward so watch this again save it make sure that you share it with people that you know you consider leaders and allow this message to really circulate do your part in doing so and the last little piece is i want you to share you know how can people get connected with you or people want to enter your coaching containers how can they do that yeah well i think that the best way to start building a relationship with your inner voice yes. is actually in working with a coach i say that first um and you know michelle and i will both know this right because i mean i've worked with coaches before and my coach is the one that's that gave me that knowing that I can listen to my own voice. Sometimes it's hard because when you haven't been doing it for so long, you haven't really yeah. built that muscle um, in intention listening to your inner voice. So it's so helpful to work with a coach and be in a container that supports you and is non-judgmental and is loving. So if let's say you want to um, consider working with me, just go to my bio and watch my free masterclass and um, have a better idea on the own your voice methodology if you want to just talk to me drop me a dm right it's as simple as that drop me a direct message i'd love to hear your voice uh, and talk to you and if you want to just sort of like <laughs> slowly yeah. observe what i'm up to right knowing, without me knowing <laughs> you exist that's fine too go and join my telegram group um, there's so many free worksheets, digital worksheets that are nicely designed um, and also like tips that I put there, exclusive tips that I put there every single week. So you can join my Telegram group. I also post updates on all my latest boot camps, free workshops that you yeah. can attend. So yeah, join my Telegram group. Amazing. Totally creep on me. I love that. And you can I love that. You I safe can vouch for sure. <laughs> you can learn so much from Ray just by even seeing her today, the way that she shows up on a daily basis, all of her free content, her paid content. She runs the gamut. And I promise you, follow her and like dig in for even like a week and you're already gonna feel some level of transformation. So you will get something really powerful instantly. So please follow her, support her, lurk around if you need to, it doesn't matter. But if you're able to connect with her, I know that you guys are gonna feel some level of change. Okay, will you come back and do another conversation another time? I know. Let's do it. All right, everybody, so thank you so much. And remember this, oh. you can be anything because you're absolutely everything. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much, Michelle.